everyone, and welcome to the first show of our fourth season. I'm Dana. And I'm Jim. Today, we are finally going to chat about our trip to Vermont. But first, beer. I didn't know it was our fourth season. Yeah. When was that decision made? Well, we decided when we started this, every year is going to be a new season. That's why we do the beer in review. Oh. And then the next season starts. Okay. So you I knew kn- that. I know stuff. You knew that. Great. <laughs> <laughs> So since we're talking about our recent trip to Burlington, Vermont, at the beginning of this year, we went up there to visit some of our favorite breweries. And one of the breweries that we visited was Burlington Beer Company. And if you haven't been to Burlington, we highly recommend it. Yes. And uh, one of the beers that we picked up from Beer Noggin, quick plug, located at 102 Craft Avenue, Bronxville, New York, <laughs> owned by one Brendan Carroll. Um Go check them out for all your craft beer needs. Tip your servers. Um, Brendan, you can pay me for that later. <laughs> uh, so we're going to have one of Burlington Beer Company's dry, uh, double dry hopped lagers. Yeah, it's so. called Pyramids and Crystals. We're going to open that up now. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've had this before. I don't think we, yeah, we didn't have that. I don't even remember seeing it at the brewery. It, it could have been there. I don't think it was there when we were there. So this is brand spanking new then. Yep. Okay. So. Nah, hold on. <laughs> a lot of clarity here. You can kind of see right through it. Nice golden hue. Um, this is. It smells really good. Smelling. I'm not, really, I'm not a lager really girl. It just smells great. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm not a crispy boy. Cheers. Mm. <laughs> Haven't done this in a while. We're rusty. <laughs> we are very rusty. This is absolutely delicious. Super crushable. What's the ABV on it? It is 5%. Mmm. Oh, it's really A little good. aftertaste to it. I like it, though. A little, little skunk. Yeah, it's good. Um, the aroma has a huge amount of spicy white pepper, then citrus rind, with a light cracker slash biscuit maltiness. Nice, fulfilling lager. Uh, and it says, I like the yeasty sweetness. Are you getting any yeasty well, sweetness uh, on this? Uh, that sounds like a personal problem. Let me hold on. Let me take another sip. <laughs> so, um, you know, we drove up to Burlington uh, because of the pandemic last year. Uh, you know, I'm leasing a Jeep and I didn't put hardly any miles on it last <laughs> year. So we figured, hey, let's take it. And you had time off from work? I took some time off from work. Much needed and deserved. So we took 87 up past uh, Albany, New York, and hopped on the North Way, which leads up to Montreal, Canada. And uh, we cut in, I don't know. I know you're not looking at me. (laughs) Where the ferry was? Yeah. I don't know. I forget the name of the town, but there's a ferry on the New York side of Lake Champlain, and it's a car ferry. So we. Put the car onto the ferry. Well, we had to wait a little while. We got there. We paid our ticket. We had no idea what the schedule was. We just rolled up. We were the only people. Yeah, we didn't. We waited like twenty minutes. It was like every hour on the half hour or something like that. So we pull onto the ferry, and it leaves from the dock. And I got to tell you one thing. Well, describe how cold it was. It was a cold. It it just snowed recently. So it was blanketed. Everything was white. It was a beautiful ride. The ride was beautiful through the outer. When you get to the water, it's all choppy and crazy. Yeah. So we park on the ferry. It pulls off from shore, and the seas were angry that day. My <laughs> the seas were angry that day. 
So I look at Dana. Dana looks at me. I look like I'm going to yak all over my lap. We stayed in the Jeep the entire time. So like Jim said, we're the first car. So we're looking right at the water. We're both thinking like, what if we just slid right into the water? Because we're rocking. The whole thing is rocking side to side. It was insane. There's this family to the right of us. Their kid has the sunroof open and he's standing up yelling. The entire time. Look like Leonardo DiCaprio in the face. On Titanic. More uh, annoying. So we get to the other side, and then it was like twenty minutes from there to get up north to Burlington. Beautiful. And we passed Fiddlehead on the way in. Um. What breweries did we go to? Why am I losing my mind? So I mean, I have a list of the places we went. If okay. you want to get into it, so yeah, we I mean, got there fine. and um, we stayed at the Hilton Garden Inn. I know we had a lot of suggestions from our friends. Um, there's a very bougie place that I don't remember the name of that most of our friends go to. The Vermont House? Something like that. And it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. It was super expensive. But I also think it's because we went the second day of the year. Yeah. So I think the prices were amplified because people stayed there for New Year's Eve. So it was like three and change for a <clears throat> night. And I was like, ha ha, you're funny. So we went to a place and paid that for three nights. <laughs> yeah. So we went to the Hilton. It was, it looked like it was brand new. There was hardly anybody there. So we felt super safe. It was us and the SUNY Albany men's basketball team. Yes, the basketball team was there. You saw them and had words with a few of them. They were playing UVM. They were playing Vermont. They played back to back, right? So they played Vermont first. Didn't you say they played one night and they had another game the other night? Or no? Yeah, against the same team. It was back to back, double header, yeah. Do you know who won? Um, I think uh, Albany won the first night. I don't know who won the second night. But we found a restaurant right across the street from the hotel, and it was awesome. The service was called the Griffin. The wait staff was great there. The food was phenomenal. Okay, let's talk about that. So the Griffin is at 131 Main Street, right 101 Main Street. We, unbeknownst to us, we got a place central of everything. Like, everybody told us about... Um, What's the street? Church Street. Yeah. We were like two blocks from Church Street. We had no idea we picked such a central location. So the Griffin. Old school looking bar inside. Like very pubby feel. More bar than restaurant. Didn't some early U.S. presidents dine there? Um, yes. And I think upstairs used to be a hotel where they stayed. The Seafood Chowder. Do you want to discuss that, please? Yes. So it was made in the like this butter broth. It was... It wasn't like white and thick and creamy like most of them. Yeah. So it was like a clearer broth. But it was the most amazing seafood chowder I've ever had. It, this place was the phenomenal. was so fresh. Big hunks of shrimp. And it was run cow. by a divorced couple. And their daughter was the bartender. Yes. So and he was the, the, chef, the fa- her father was the, the chef. The mom and the stepdad bought the place together, and the the dad was the chef. They and called the daughter, down to like Florida or something and said, "Hey, we got yeah, this place." The we daughter was up. the bartender, super nice girl. Yeah. Um. So during the era of COVID, you know, there's different laws, and people were very strict there, which made us feel good. They asked if you. Well, they ask first, they assume you're local. They think you live around there, you know, have you been feeling sick, but like, you have to fill out paperwork. And we said we're from New York, and everybody was taken aback by that, but I read the rules beforehand, and I knew to tell them we quarantined before we went. So that made everybody feel better, which 
we had been inside for two weeks. We haven't gone anywhere yeah. or done anything. So I wasn't lying. Um, so you, you do all that and this place was so amazing. We went there every night. It became like our home base. Um, you cannot It get... wasn't to eat every night, but like, so we go in and pick up a beer. But that's what I was going to get to. And, so during yeah. quarantine, you know, the laws are, you're not supposed to get alcohol without having food. So we went to, what was that one place called? Um, I have it written down. Sweetwater. Yeah. Great place. We wanted to get some focal bangers and some heady toppers because it's in Vermont. It's at every bar. We tried to get cans to go, which you can do, but they still made us buy fries to go. You remember fries that? Are good. Yeah. They were delicious, but we weren't hungry. We had had dinner somewhere, so I just thought it was weird that even if we're not eating in, they still made us get food. We still ate the fries. We fucked those fries up. They were delicious. <laughs> yes, they were. Um, but I just thought that was. I don't know. I thought that was overboard. What do you it think? Is, For like no, getting stuff is, to go? It like is we're what not it is. St- I mean, Yeah. Sorry. I was shocked. Uh, so that was the only thing. Like if we went to dinner somewhere, we couldn't be like, oh, let's go here for a nightcap because you had to eat. Yeah. Except there was one place. That we're not going to name because we don't have to. Well, I don't know if it we was went a, to a bar there or not. Yeah, it was. And we went to a bar and they didn't. They don't. I don't think. I didn't think they served food. They did. They had a kitchen in the back, and we're oh. not going to talk about that. Okay. So, thank you, people. It was um, amazing. They had a fireplace. It was a great experience. It was snowy outside. Our first night there, we took a walk on Church Street, and there was a huge Christmas tree at the end of Church Street. We took some pictures, uh, and then we visited the whiskey room, which was awesome. Yeah. We had a great time there. It um, wasn't called the whiskey room? You it was. It was, called, like, it was called the whiskey room. Um yeah. Did I'm you get an old fashioned? Hmm? Did you get an old fashioned? Or did I get an old no, fashioned? I don't I remember. The old timey glasses, very good cocktail list. Um, we met the bartender there. I'm not sure if she was the manager. I think she was, because I thought she was the owner. She did a great job. Very cozy, because it was freezing out and it was snowing that day. It was just a picture perfect time. We didn't know it existed. We just turned the corner and there it was. And they played great, like, 70s rock. I mm-hmm. think we sat down and Led Zeppelin was playing, which is my favorite band, so I was very happy. Any other place that stuck out to you? Um, yeah, we drove out of town up towards, was it St. Michael's College? Sure. Is that a the little... place that Dom did not go to? Yes. Okay, the place then that that's Dom correct. <laughs> um, because we found this seafood market, and we thought, like, well, the in hotel my mind, had it in like the little brochures, like where to eat. Yes. So, we found this place, and I thought it was going to be like this large, like, sit-down restaurant. Because their of. menu was vast. They had everything. And we get there, and it was it was a seafood market. Like, there yeah. were lobsters in a tank. and Bright lights. <laughs> old men with uh, pipes in their mouth, you know, painted on the walls. Yeah. So, yeah. very, very bright lights. Yeah. And it was almost like cafeteria style. Yeah. So... It was we, called Ray Seafood. Yes. And we looked at each other and we were like, you know what? I bet you this place is banging. Yeah. So like, let's and get it was. whatever. So Dana got some chow, seafood chowder. Um, No, you did. Did I? I yeah, again. And I, I remember things. Jealous because I, I can't do dairy. And I just, you know, when you hear seafood chowder, I think thick, white, creamy. They don't make it that way up there. But I yeah. didn't know that, so I didn't want to order something and it come out and not be able to eat it or, like, shit myself on the way back to You're the hotel. You're thinking about New England clam chowder out of Boston. 
This is I just seafood hear, chowder. I just hear chowder, and that's yeah. all I imagine. Yeah, it's pronounced chowder. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you had that. I had fried shrimp with a big potato and a salad and stuffed mushrooms. Yes. It was way too much to finish. I had to take it home. It was great. And it was super cool to sit there and watch them put in fresh lobster, like small, medium, larges. Yes. Seeing them like have their little hands in the air, like they're trying to escape. It was a great place. This place sold everything. They had that and some kind of ice cream that had a weird name. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the hell is that? It was, it was great. Right as hell. The next day, what did we do? We went, that was football Sunday, right? So we went to. That was our brewery day. Yes. And we went to. Foam was first. Foam in the like not in the morning. Well, yeah, we got okay. there like eleven. Okay, so. Oh, we're we talking about the street that we pulled down. No, no, no. So the first day was our brewery day. We went to have breakfast. You had you said the best breakfast burrito you ever had in your life. Yeah, it was phenomenal. I had a rough go of it. Um, yeah. I was overserved the night before at the whiskey room <laughs> because before that we had done a cleanse. We had done a four day cleanse, and I just was not not in fighting form. So we we went to dinner. We had a great time there. We went across the street. We found a distillery. We got some things to go from there. Mm-hmm. Walked around. We had beer in the room. It was it was a good night. And then you were chowing down on this breakfast burrito, and I thought I was gonna vomit watching you eat because <laughs> I just it was rough. I had Dana rough was meal. sweating. <laughs> I thought I was gonna have to call the ambulance. <laughs> It was bad. Call 911. I, I hadn't felt like that in a long so time. So I sent her. I said, do you, do you want to just go back to the room? You can go back to sleep. And she vehemently, no. We're, no, we're going. I was like, I okay. Mean, we didn't drive up there for me to go to the room. So uh, we ended up going to, and I can't remember the name of this brewery, if you can help me out the here. First the first one was Foam. It? Yeah, after Foam. What was that one? You don't want to talk about Foam first? And the fun we people. can talk about Foam. Um, so we met Ainsley. The manager, who was super cool. Mm-hmm. Our waitress was super cool. We got um, Beyond Burgers with, I got mine with uh, vegan cheese. You got yours without, because you were a little leery of it being made with nuts. It was delicious. Yeah. It was the biggest, like we buy Beyond Burgers, Beyond Patties, and they're pretty thin. This was like house made, like big thick, it came out. We're yeah. like, whoa. They were good, and the dressing they put on the fries really were delicious. Good. It was mm-hmm. so good. We bought two cases easily of beer there, right? Because we brought beer back for our friends. Yes. We got t-shirts, hoodies, onesies, all kind of thing. These people loved us. Everybody was our best friend. When we left because we spent a lot of money in this place. Yeah, yeah. We're... It was super fun though. Yeah. The feel of the place, I. You know, it's COVID. They take your temperature. You got to sit distance apart. You're not allowed to go to the bar. They have to come um, get to get beer for you. But you can tell, like, when things are normal, it's super fun, laid back. It just had a good vibe to it. And I, we invited Ainsley to Beer Noggin when he comes down yeah, this way. Yeah, yeah. And to be on the show. Um, so I, I wrote down some of the beers we had. We had, oh, a phone brewery is located at 112 Lake Street in Burlington. If it was like a nice day out, we probably could have walked. We had the local dork. That was an 8% dippa. We had the double silver disaster, 8.2 dippa. We had the triple Leo, which was 10% IPA. We split that one. 
uh, Halo Bender, eight <laughs> percent. Uh, oh, Ainsley Full. Oh, that's his name. I wrote. I read that like it was a beer. Yes, you did. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Ainsley was super cool. I had a great conversation with him. We invited him to be on the show. He was like, absolutely yes. I told him when he comes down towards New York City, uh, if he's doing any promotions for the brewery or, or you know bringing beer down or doing whatever, to definitely link up with us so that we could go out to a couple places, uh, especially Beer Noggin. Uh, I told him about uh, As Is uh, over on 10th Ave. So he was, he was, um, you know, he was really a delight to be around, uh, as well as our our server. Um, Super fun. That was like a great way to start the day. Driving there was pretty funny. So we oh, yeah. turned on to what is it, Lake Street? Or, yeah, Lake yeah, Street. So it's down by Lake Champlain. So we yeah. we turned onto the street, and cars are parallel parked, but they're facing me and they're on my side of the road. They're so in both directions. immediately, I think I'm on a one way street. Yeah. And I said, Dana, I don't think I'm driving the right direction. I don't feel comfortable with this. And then I see a car coming towards me on the opposite side, and I'm like, <laughs> okay. And then like, we see cars parked in our direction. Both, both ways. Yeah, yeah. Both ways. Like, both ways. So I'm like... Which is illegal in New York. How is this possible? Is this like a special Vermont law? Like, I don't understand it. So then we get to the parking lot, we turn in, and I'm like, I guess you could just park both ways or in a parallel spot you want. on the right side of the road. So, okay, Which there's that. Which seems dangerous if you're... You're pulling over right. yeah, across the right. lane. Yeah. <laughs> So and it it's like icy out. <laughs> mind boggling up there, you know. But like their public works up there and like clearing the snow off the streets is like so much better than down here. I guess you'd have to be because they yeah, get so much more snow. Uh, we assumed that it was snowy the whole time, but somebody at foam told us, "Oh no, it just snowed last night. Yes. It was clear before that, so it snowed, snowed yes. for us. It made yes. it nice for us." Then for the football game, it was NFL. It was like football Sunday. So when the football game started, we went to zero gravity. Zero gravity. Thank you. I was. I still wasn't going to remember the name. There's nothing against their beer or anything. I love their beer. Um, and what was the guy's name that uh, that served us? He had a very unique name, and I can't remember what? it. The guy who served us at zero gravity was at the the checkout. So it's set up different at zero gravity. You everything's outside. First, yeah, on the website it said. You could go inside, but when we got there, you could not. Um, and it's cold, so they had they had the heat lamps out, but yeah, still fucking cold. And they had like a um, like a drive-through like window type deal where you ordered everything, yeah, your, your drinks, your food. Food was also closed because a lot of people said that they had. I forgot the name of the restaurant. It was something something. Everybody said very good food. Get it? That was shut down. So it was a. Uh, like the little door, like the drive-through, you ordered everything. Guy was super cool. Talked to him for a little bit. Um, the Giants were playing. Giants lost. There was one other table in the far back that was clapping when we were clapping. I was like, oh shit, we got Giants fans down there. The Giants won that Sunday. Did they? I'm pretty sure. I don't think they did well, okay. because Homeboy walked by me and he was like, yeah, some bullshit. <laughs> no, we were both cheering. We're like, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm remembering totally different. Okay. But of course, like I said, I had a rough start to the day, <clears> so I was trying to drink beer to like even it out, and I was already tipsy by zero gravity. Yeah. We bought more gear there. I would like to go back and be able to sit inside. It looks huge inside. Yeah. Their Green State Lager is really good. I really like it. <laughs> like, it was, 
Did you I, try anything? Because you've had that before. Did you try anything new there that you remember having? And I did, but I don't remember the yeah. names, and I should have written it down. But uh, I was tipsy by then. I stopped writing. I mean, <laughs> great vibe, great outdoor space, great indoor space. Uh, we just didn't get to really kind of relish in the indoor space because the whole because of COVID and everything. But um, highly recommend you know visiting there. We didn't get to go to Fiddlehead. Uh, we had Fiddlehead while we were up there, but we didn't get to go and visit. Uh, and then the next day we went to Burlington Beer Company, right? That was yeah. our last last yeah. full day up there. It was out in the middle of like <clears throat> nothing. Yeah, we had to hop on, go past the university, hop on the highway. The next one? Yeah, we'll crack that open. Um, so we're going to crack open our second beer. We're going to do two beers on today's show. And this one is a collaboration between Barrier uh, Brewing Company in Oceanside, New York, and Sand City which is also out there on the island, wow, I think. Wow, that. I want to say Northport, but I could be wrong. I think they're on the, the northern coast. Funny story about Sand City, and I don't know if we've told this on the pod before, but um, our friend Brian, who is the owner of Brewskies uh, in the Bronx, who's, he's been on our show, um, he ordered a keg from San City, and they didn't have anybody to drive it from the island, uh, you know, across the Throxneck Bridge to get it over to, to Brewski's on East Tremont Avenue. So Brian said, can we bring a boat over and pick it up? What? Did I tell you this or no? No. I never tell you this? So one of Brian's buddies had a boat in, like, the marina in Throxneck. <laughs> like a Like a motorboat. So he and another guy, like one of the bartenders or somebody, one of the staff members, get on, I don't know, maybe Brian went, I don't know, but they get on the boat, they drive across the Long Island Sound, the guys from Sand City put the keg on the boat, and then they drive back to Throg's Neck on the boat. <laughs> and I was like, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's phenomenal. That's awesome. <laughs> so anyway, so this is a collaboration between Barrier. Um, that brewery was established in 2009. They've been around a while now, huh? And uh, this is called That Ish Cray. That Ish Cray. And it's a 7.2 ABV, and it's an IPA. And it's uh, it's going to get tasted right now. So, cheers. <laughs> cheers, Bill. It's opaque. Like, it's orange juicy. You can't see through it all. Oh, that's really good. So Eben had the... I was with Eben. That uh, is cray. <laughs> this is... That is really good. Certainly cray. Super well balanced. So I was with Eben uh, a couple nights ago at, at Beer Noggin after work, and he was having this. This label is... Cray? Cray as well. <laughs> um, he was having this, and he was like, this is really good. You should have you it. You did said, like the bubbles and the, the, the bitterness on your tongue at, at the finish? Yeah. I like it. Sorry, you said Eben said. Yeah, this is really, really good. So no, Eben was like, "You should get one next." And I said, "Well, I'm Dan and I are gonna do a show, so I gotta uh, bring some beer." Wow, home. thanks, so Eben. Let me, let me uh, bring this home. So as I said before, this is an IPA in collaboration uh, between Barrier and Sand City. It's dry hopped with Mosaic, Citra, and Columbus hops. Uh, I highly recommend this. If you guys want to try this beer out, it's available. Guess where? <laughs> beer noggin. So thank God for the fucking beer noggin. Like it's yeah. so close for us when everything is just crazy <clears throat> right now. It's 
It's been like a saving grace. The beer noggin um, is a, a COVID-safe facility. Oh my god, they're super clean and, yeah, and on it. it. All the staff members uh, are all about the rules. If you yes. leave your table, you got to throw your mask on, go to the bathroom, go up to the um, yes. the refrigerators yes. to grab another beer, go up and pay. Like if you're in an open zone, and then in between the tables, they have these drop down from plexiglass. the ceiling plexiglass, uh, you know, panes that have a separation between the booths and everything like that. Um, Which I haven't seen in a lot of places here, have you? I've seen in some, like Rosie's um, yeah. Italian restaurant has Some it. just make one table is you know, right. unoccupied, you can't but sit in there. But Bur- in Burlington, we saw it everywhere, yes. which I thought, yeah, that's how you make your safe. money. Like, yeah. you don't get rid of tables, just yeah. put a plexiglass in between. Yeah, and the numbers in Burlington are very, very, like in all of Vermont. Really? And New Hampshire are very low. Yeah? Yeah. It was... Everybody there, like the vibe, you get super laid back. Everybody was cool, very friendly. I mean, not that we chatted with everybody, but if you made eye contact, it was like, hey, good morning. It was just yeah. super laid back. nice and laid back and yeah. easy, which is what we both needed and wanted. Like our so. last morning, we went into this cafe that had a garage door. August 1st. It was called August 1st. Yeah, it wasn't on August 1st. It was called <laughs> August 1st. And Dana ordered this breakfast sandwich that had like a chutney or something what was on that it had that it had um vegan sausage avocado avocado eggs it was i was not having a rough go of it that morning so i ate it all up (laughs) it was so tasty i took a bite of her sandwich and i immediately regretted (laughs) ordering my egg and cheese like on toast but yours was was good i mean it was fine it It was was just you know it was good. The, the bread. bread. There was a bakery. It was a bakery yes. as well. So yes. the bread there was like it was out of this world. It was really good. And then I got a coffee, and we hopped in the jeep, and we drove down through Vermont, Connecticut. You know, Vermont, Massachusetts, Connecticut to come home. So we came back a different way. But driving south, um, I don't know if that's eighty nine or what. What roadway were we on? Yeah, again through, through Vermont. <laughs> With all the snow it was gorgeous. on the trees gorgeous. and everything, and the sun was Beautiful. you know shining, and we listened to a podcast that was bizarre. I listen to true crime podcasts all the time, so I got Jim to listen to one, and it was a batshit crazy. <laughs> it was about this family in what state were they? In? I don't remember, baby. Virginia or something? Sure. I don't know. Just say it with confidence. Massachusetts, I think. Cause okay. It was cold and it was snow. Massachusetts, we'll yes. Say it that That's way. where it was. <laughs> They had how many children? It was like 11 children or something. A shit ton. And they lost, so there was a fire but on they were Christmas like a, Eve. This was like a long time ago, whatever, yeah. like the early 1900s maybe. They were pretty well-to-do. They could take care of their kids. The whole thing was there was a fire and only the parents and I think two kids made it out, like the babies. And the thing was, were the kids really... Were they dead or were they kidnapped? Yeah, they lost five. So they children. never. The end of the story was they never fully they figured it out. Now I was so f- yeah. infuriated yeah. by you yeah. know we reached the I Connecticut border. I need, and... I need to know what happened. That's why I can't watch Unsolved Mysteries. Oh. I hate that show. It sucks you in. It gives you a great story and then nothing. Yeah, and there's no nothing. final. No, I, I yeah. need to know what happened. Uh, but it was so, interesting. It was interesting. So they spent the rest of their lives up and down the East Coast trying to find out if their kids had been kidnapped. And poor, they had like psychics telling them this and that, people calling and lying because people are crackpots. 
And they were spending so much money yeah. trying to find their kids for the rest they of their lives. They put up on a billboard on the highway. Yeah. yeah. Never so. found them. Anyway, that was our <laughs> that was our trip. So what was your favorite part of the trip? Um so if we're gonna do since this is a beer podcast, let's make it is beer it? let's make it beer Last <laughs> time I checked. This beer is delicious. Um I would say uh, Burlington Beer Company. That visit was phenomenal. I because you like their beer better, or the vibe of the brewery better. I like the vibe. I like the quirky dude at the. Oh at my the bar. god! Let's talk about him. I forgot. And Dan his name. from Beer Noggin knows him. Yeah. Apparently, he always is working. Dan, Dan <laughs> gave him a bottle or a four pack of something on his way out that, like, he just had in his cooler or something. The guy was like, awesome. "Oh my god!" He was like, "Thank you so much." First of all, I thought this guy was twelve. Like, I want to see 30. his ID. He said that, and yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, he looked like a preteen to me. God Dan, bless Dan him. Dan would remember his name. Um, Super so. nice, very knowledgeable. Um, the music they played, though. Was uh, weird, it, yeah. I, yeah, no. We weren't feeling that. It it gave me the headache like house music gives me. It's just yeah. like a constant, uh, uh, uh. It was... It was loud, and we were the only people there. I get the whole, like, <laughs> I think it might have been a brew day, so the guys are in the back. I get that, being in a brewery. They pump the music to do yeah. their thing. Yo, the speakers up front don't need to be that loud. It I was agree. just the two of us. No, I agree. I mean, it was uh, the artwork on the wall, though. Super cool. So they had full, it was a warehouse, basically, right? So you have cathedral high ceilings. The whole wall. There was two uh, different pieces of art. It was pretty made by awesome. the same woman. I looked her yeah. up, and it was either like she—it's two hands with bees, and either it's like the hands are releasing the bees or grabbing the bees. So yeah. if you're sitting there for a while, it's pretty. I like to look at art and try to figure out what the hell does this mean. Yeah, and it was so much going on. If you like to do that, you can face that, look at it, try to figure it out. To the right of us was all the snow. <laughs> it was very relaxing. Yeah. I will say Foam was my favorite brewery. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe because it was just... It was mine, too. Oh. I'm just kidding. I was like, what? See? <laughs> no, I love both of them. I like both of them. I was just Foam trying to was just you. more intimate because it wasn't a warehouse. Yeah. It was um, more of like rustic inside and wood. The building was from the 1800s. Yes. And there was a fire. You could see where the fire was in the corner of the yes. building. Yes. Ainsley told us about that and they chose not to remove like the bricks or everything. You could still see where the fire burned shit. All so the was... wooden joists were the yeah. original joists. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Um, you know, they were linked a certain way that was not done with like, like a tinker toy. nails. Remember yeah. tinker toys? Yeah, yeah. It That's like, how it, it looked like, like a that. tinker toy. Yeah, it was like almost like Every piece of wood had like a joint. With a mallet. They just bang yeah. that shit in. No yeah. nails. We didn't see any nails. But then they reinforced it with some like steel plates like later not, you know, when they when they rebuilt the space. Yeah. But they kept the natural um, like architecture, which was pretty yeah. cool. And we could see out back that there was a lot of artwork outside too. Yes, in the in summertime, the you could tell they had a cool like little patio, lanai situation going on out there. I would definitely like to go back in the spring. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's not too hot. We can sit outside. We can uh, just get a boat and sit out <laughs> on the raging waters and get seasick on a lake. 
So it was like the night before we were going to leave, and we were deciding, you know, we're going to go back and take the Northway and down to 87, take that home. I was like gonna... trying to figure out we're going to go to more breweries because there's so much yeah. you could possibly do on this trip. So, you know, I looked at Dana and I was like, I'm not getting back on that car ferry. Like, that's not happening. Like, I can see myself. You like... stopped talking at one point. Like, I really thought you were going to throw up. I thought I was too. Yeah, it was bad. Can you imagine? I was not if you had state. thrown up inside the car, I would have smelled it and then thrown up. And then I would have smelled yours. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. So anyway, we drove back to Vermont. Uh, uh, Next time we'll go to what's the other place other than Burlington we were told to go to Stowe. Yes. We'll do Stowe next time. Yes. Is that where Von Trapp is? And what else? Von is Trapp there? has their lodge there. Yes. You can actually stay Which on would premise. Would be cool. Yeah. Um, but with COVID, they had so many restrictions when we looked. That them up. was the other thing. Yeah. I I was afraid we couldn't even go to Vermont because it's so confusing. If you go to like the state website and then to different hotel websites, that's why I ended up just calling the hotel. I was like, "Listen, we're from New York. We've done all the things." He said, okay, you're going to have to fill out paperwork. Um, it'll be fine. It like, welcome and come visit us. When we got there. It yeah. was just very so. confusing going on the state website, though. Yeah. It, it, the state website basically looked like it said, stay the fuck away from us. Yeah. <laughs> New York, no. But, like, being there when the students aren't there and being there um, when a majority of the shops on Church Street are like. We forgot closed. to mention yeah. that a lot of the shops were shut down. Yeah, so it was right after the New Year. You know, people had taken a little break yeah. and, you know, closed up their shops because it's not busy with the holidays and everything. But, you know, we had so much fun. It was, we highly recommend Burlington. And next time we'll go to Stowe, we'll go to yeah. Alchemist. Yeah, yeah. We'll go to Von Trapp. There was one more um, bar I just wanted to mention. It wasn't a craft beer bar. Um, but it was fun. It's called Rira. It's like the Irish pub. That was open. There could be other Irish pubs. Yes. But it was connected to the whiskey room. They are cousins, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so the whiskey room is like the nicer, if you want like a cocktail cocktail, sit by a nice fire, intimate atmosphere. Rira had like the, the sports on, a bunch of TVs, like nachos, yeah. like that type of place. We went in there 10, no, maybe like 20 minutes before close one night. Either the owner or the manager was there with his family. Uh, and he said, guys, the kitchen's closed. But if you want to have one drink, we're like, perfect, because we don't want food. We just ate. So it was perfect. We so like we had guzzled one beer, some... and then the guy came over, you guys you want to do one more, you can do one more if you want. Yeah, so I did a, uh, a Truly or something, something that I could like choke down real quick. And the owner was like, guys, five minutes, like, no problem. Yeah. They didn't rush us out. They were very cool. It, I don't know, you just felt welcome. It was yeah. nice, because he could have easily been like, we're closed. Yeah. He said, you got 20 minutes to do what you can do. And it was cold out, but it was... It was like, it was nice, crisp, clean air. Like, it felt a lot different from where we live. <laughs> but, like, yeah, you didn't yeah. mind being in the cold because you knew everything was a short walk from, like, where we yeah. stayed. So yeah, nice. we uh, highly recommend the hotel. Great, great location. We were walking from Church Street, like, the end of Church Street by that, um, by the Christmas tree, back to our hotel. And Jim was taking a video to send to my mom and Jim is taller than me, if you haven't noticed. And so I was had to look up at his phone to take the video. And my little eyes looking up, snow just kept hitting me in the eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see. And I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> she like, walks like, away wrong? from me, puts her head down. She's like, I can't see. I can't see. 
So we sent that to her mother down in Louisiana. She's like, "What? What are you laughing at?" I'm like, "Snow kept hitting me in the eye." That's pretty funny. We went to Ben and Jerry's. We did. Which oh, another thing that uh, I noticed that I should not have been surprised about. I've just never been. It was my first time going to Vermont. Um, so there were Black Lives Matter signs and flags everywhere. Yeah. When we went to, mm. I think the seafood restaurant, we noticed for the first time during the day that it was written on the street. Yeah. I, I, I was, it was great. It was amazing. Yeah. So anybody flying over, you know, they'd be able to see that. Yeah. But. And then that <clears throat> same day we're going to the seafood restaurant. We saw this old dude with Confederate flag jacket. Yeah, his Remember? whole back was the His whole back in front. And Jim was like, yo, does this dude know where he is? Like, where is he? <laughs> I wanted to pull over and watch him so bad. Oh, you man. are in Vermont. Yeah. And like the hippiest, like you, the street you're walking on says Black Lives Matter. And you have a full like Uncle Jesse jacket on. Just looking at him, you could kind of tell he was a little off, you know. So many questions. Does he live there? Is he vacationing? Does he know what he's wearing? Well, is he trying to start a fight? Is he making a point? Is he mentally challenged? So many things. Something's going on. So, would you go back to Burlington? Absolutely, yeah. Because you know there's some places you go to and you're like, all right, been there, done that. I don't need to do it I'd again. I'd like to go when it's like everything is open and it's a little bit more lively. But yeah, yeah I would go back. I think, it, I think it was probably a mixture of, like you said, it was the first year people took off and COVID. Yeah. Because the majority of the list of places people told us to go to shut down. Yeah. So we definitely have to go back when things are open. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But it was still perfect because we just needed to get away. 2020 was stressful as it was for, I, I don't know one person that would say, yeah, 2020 was great. I, I don't know one person that did not have a hard time. If you met, the, if you meet that person and they say that, they're a liar. Yeah, and they're mentally don't they're trust mentally, them. <laughs> like, no, they're not on. even like no. There's no. something going on there. They're a spy for some reason. They're, they're not <laughs> honest. They're trying to sell you something. Their hand is in your pocket while they're <clears throat> talking to you. They're robbing you at that moment. They created the vaccine. Oh, what? That's a good thing. It's, good, it's a good year for them. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> gotcha. Got oh well, yes, yeah. that that yeah. that'll do it. So that's our Vermont story. <laughs> We hope you guys enjoyed it. We were all over the place. We went to this place. No, we didn't go there. We went to this place first. Well, I had notes. I tried to keep it. <laughs> I tried to keep it together. And you guys know how I prepare, so. I feel like this is us. <laughs> this is how we do the show. Yeah, it is. I, I'm usually over prepared, and you just show up to be handsome and charming. There you go. Do we know what we're doing for the next episode? Now, if you guys have any suggestions of anything you want to talk about, maybe we'll call, we'll email Ainsley from uh, Foam and see if he wants to. Come I think up. that'd be fantastic. That'd I think that fun. would be a super duper fun show. Also, if you guys have any beer that you think we should try, um, anything we can get our hands on locally, please let us know. Yeah, just send us a message uh, through our uh, Instagram uh, and let us know. That'd yeah, be great. Yeah, um, because I I mentioned this in our beer review why I didn't really participate in that because I was in Louisiana and I had a few beer beers down there, but mainly I was drinking the whiskey and champs because I needed I needed something stronger. <laughs> so I miss I came back here and there was conversations about all these beers that I completely missed out on. So I'm trying to catch up right now. 
So you guys help me out. Let me know what's out there and let me know where it is. If it's at like the Chico's or some distributor, let us know where to find it, what your favorite beer is. Or a brewery around New York. Yeah. If you picked something up. Because know. we need to start getting people on the schedule again. At some point, things will open up. Or even if they don't, like you said, we could always YouTube, Zoom, like we've been doing, and maybe just get it done that way. you got to have Katie on the show. Who? Katie. Which Katie? Skipper. Okay. Yeah. Is she a crafts beer uh, person? No, that's why it's, that's why it'll be funny. No, but she like, just to no, you. she drinks. No. <laughs> she drinks like you know, she's had like Captain Lawrence stuff, and but like I want to introduce her to other beers. So and she's my, my okay. closest friend since I was little. This okay, that's an idea. Introducing Katie to different beers. That yeah. like just have her on the show and introduce her things and see what she thinks of them. Exactly. I think that's a good idea. All right, so let's do that. Katie, you're coming on the show. So she's coming here because, you know, she keeps pushing to come over. So just make it clear. Don't get her all excited if you're saying we're going to give her beer at home to do and we're going to, like, Zoom her. We'll figure it out. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to say that before she got real. She listened Maybe to this. Maybe we'll says, record at Katie's house. Okay. With the or fam? she can come here. It doesn't matter. We'll, just, we'll figure it out. Okay. I just want to be clear. All right, folks. <laughs> if you are thirsty for more, Dana, where can they find That's us? That's my line. Uh, anchor. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Castbox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. Please, please, please give us five stars. Give us a great review. That's how we get more sponsorship. That's how we make a little money on this little side hustle. We, well, I apologize for not having more shows last season. It's because I wasn't around. So we want to ramp back up and do what we did in season one, season two, and give you guys. 25 to 30 shows. Um, you don't need to apologize. I'm, you know, I'm just saying. In these times, I'm sure people would have liked to have something to listen to and laugh at our antics. <laughs> uh, one thing before we leave you. Uh, there is a Girl Scout troop in New York City called Troop 6000, I think. Uh, please look them up. They're made up of little girls um, in New York City's homeless shelters. They are selling Girl Scout cookies, so if you'd like to purchase the cookies, if you're not going to consume the cookies, you can always purchase them and donate them to a local shelter as well. I think also you can purchase from them and tell them you don't to, want the cookies. To, and to they'll ship them somewhere else. Ship them there or they'll keep them and uh, donate them wherever they're doing their own thing. Beautiful. So take a look at that, and we will talk to you guys soon. Bye, guys.